Tay, Tay Diggs probably followed us because of our voices. I don't know. And according to this article, which we're going to talk about, Tay Diggs seems to follow everybody. <laughs> Fucking Tay Diggs. <laughs> Welcome to Words for Dinner, the podcast that isn't exactly what you expected, but uh, that's okay by me. <laughs> I'm Max. <coughs> oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt. And I'm Mike. On this week's episode, I try not to die. <laughs> I try to breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. And not pass out <laughs> from bad jokes. This is not even the cocktail episode, and it already sounds like we're wasted. I'm. It's the middle of the day. Mm. Uh, That's election day. Yeah. Tuesday, November eighth. Watch this episode is going to come out in like <laughs> December. <laughs> People are going to be like, "This sucks." I already no, know what no, happened. No, no, yeah. So right now. Anybody listening to this? It's the future. By the time, yeah, we've talked about this a lot, right? But like, by the time that (laughs) we're like, we edit this episode, people will know what have happened. Oh, has happened. God, it's so thrilling. And hopefully, this podcast will be a sweet, sweet release Mm. from the hell that is your new life. From the hell that is your new (laughs) life. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless of what happens, someone's going to be pissed off. Right, so hopefully it's just good. You know, Either this is a celebratory podcast, so congratulations yeah. on your candidate winning. Woo! Or yeah, this is a like I gotta get happy because my candidate lost. Oh, I'm really sad. We're so sorry. About we are that. so sorry that your candidate lost. We are so sorry and glad <laughs> for you. I mean, okay. We're literally glad. both. <laughs> literally both. Uh, but that gets us into what we actually came to talk about today, which is the word literally. Literally. Mm-hmm. Right now, I want our listeners to all collectively Google Rob Lowe's character on Parks and Rec and yes. listen to him saying it. Yes. It. We, we've talked about this word. For I would say a little bit over a month, so much, a little bit over a month, and it, Max first suggested it and said that this would be a great word to do, and immediately I responded with, "This has to be our twelfth episode." Yeah, yeah, because this is also not only is it election day, not only are we this celebrating or mourning with you, yeah, but we are we are celebrating our year anniversary, which is honestly way more important than election day. Let's yeah, let's be, be let's be real. This yeah. is our ritual. especially at the time that they're listening to it, they no longer care. Yeah, it's like, over. I am so it's, uh, it's good. The <laughs> fact that anybody survived up until this point is really a miracle anyway. So, congratulations yeah. to everybody. So, so I want to I want to extend <laughs> a heartfelt congratulations to you, Max. Oh, nice, man. Thanks. I'm doing 12 episodes, mm. which is a year, right? We we've, we've technically been doing it uh, I think a little bit more than a year. I think yeah. we started in October of last year. Because we take so right? long. <laughs> but yeah, so we do a monthly podcast. Yeah. And we've skipped a month or two. Right? Yeah, yeah. And we've so also doubled up. Like once yeah, or we, twice. we doubled up. So we're, we're almost on track with that year. Yeah. Right? Our actual anniversary, I think, was at the beginning of October. Yeah. Right? So, but... Uh, Speaking but, of drinking. Yeah. Um, so, congratulations, yeah, man. Yeah, congratulations, Michael. Thank you. We're awesome. We're, we've survived. We are so moist. A whole year. 
<laughs> that sounded vaguely weird. It did sound so yeah, yeah. dirty and strange. Um, just for those yeah. who don't know and who hopefully are just tuning in and loving what they're hearing, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just making some very blunt and uh, unartful, un- inartful, Ar- lacking artless. Art- yeah, that's what it was. Ar- artless references to earlier episodes. Yeah. Which, you know, please go ahead. But but I think that this is a milestone, right? I think 10 episodes is a milestone. A year doing the podcast is a milestone. Ours came pretty close to each other there. But still, I think, like, I think this is a milestone. I think this is good. I think that we deserve a badge of some sort. We do. Or like a a Boy Scout. A merit badge. badge. Yeah. I used to, when I was in Boy Scouts, I only made it to Tenderfoot. Um, I don't even know what that means. uh, Is that a hobbit? No. It sounds like a hobbit. Is it it a hobbit? Kind of sounds like a hobbit, actually. That's the last name of like a hobbit family. I'm yeah, sure. like Frodo and Tenderfoot, yeah, Tenderfoot maybe. Right, it actually, Baggins does sound like that, which yeah. is weird. But uh, show notes. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna have show notes? I don't right? know. Never. Okay. It doesn't matter. Um, what the heck was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just really excited about you possibly being a hobbit. Yeah, 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 well, I have pretty hairy toes. I, mean, I know. Like, I, I, everybody's grossed out already, so I'm, <laughs> I just keep going with this. But yeah. You do. That's, but, I was artless as well. Yes, we're, I mean, we're pretty artless. I'm pr- point is, mm-hmm. my point is here, folks, I'm proud of us. Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. We did a good job this year. And I'm, I'm Next year's going to be better, though. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about where we're going, right? Mm-hmm. You already mm-hmm. sent me an email about a couple words coming down the pipeline, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're thinking about yep. different things to do as Planning. we go forward. Right? Right? Wow. Yeah. So we're trying to finally figuring out our schedules, too, where yeah. your, ske- your schedule your with your full-time job Definitely is different. Mm-hmm. Teaching mm-hmm. more for me, possibly, mm-hmm. like, changes in the future happening. Possibly some Most likely things. not. Most likely going to be the same shit. Could be some different comics day. classes, though. That'd be nice. That'd be I'm real. excited. Oh. But, like, so we'll see how it goes. But... We decided to give the treat yeah. of the word literally. Yeah. Because this word... This is a treat for us. This is, this is a treat for us. This is a treat for word haters and lovers mm. across the <clears throat> globe. Right? If you are into English or into language at any level, which means that like you listen to this podcast, right? I mean, you, even if you're like, the lo- if you're like, oh, I don't like language, but yeah. those guys <laughs> are just like really stupid, and I love seeing, <laughs> I love watching car crashes, right? Like kind of thing, right? <laughs> Whatever. You have to have at least some like cursory interest in language, right? But, but if you have a cursory interest, you know, you know about this conflict, oh, right? Yeah. This is This is a big one. We're tackling... Tate Diggs probably told you about it. <laughs> probably. Which we gotta come back to that. Yeah, yeah we gotta right? come back but to like, Tate Diggs. But we gotta come back to Tate Diggs. But... Because <laughs> we're talking about literally now. <laughs> uh, literally. Anyway. Uh, I'm gonna yell literally at least five more times. But I'm pretty excited. Obviously, I'm talking a lot more than I usually do. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped about this word. Yeah, I'm pumped too. Pumped about our conversation that we're gonna have. I'm super pumped. It is our biggest word since, I would say... Moist. Since moist. Yeah. Which moist like has a lot of hatred out there for it. A lot of word aversion. Since cocktail. Yeah, cocktail's a, like a big one too. <laughs> Not the most oh man. Since the Roy Comfort episode. The the Roy Comfort episode. <laughs> what, is that, what was that? It, is that what you call the awesome episode? The Roy Comfort episode? Yeah, well it's is it yeah, Ray Ray Roy, Roy I don't Roy. know what it is. I don't remember something. Or no, about, Ray. Is it Ray, Ray Comfort? Something about I think it's Ray. It's some guy holding a banana. Know. That's all I remember about that. 
Yeah, I don't know if I want to look it up. Oh, Decadent was pretty great, too. I mean, yeah, we had a lot of good episodes. Yeah. The point is... <laughs> you're going to calm it down. All right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, but you're right, you're right. We, got, we got a little early, right? Okay. So it's exciting. So... What I want to do, I want to throw it back over to you, Max. Right? Yeah. I want you to start. Like, let's start talking about OED. Let's start with our our trusted, year long, third partner in this menage a trois mm. of words for dinner. Right. Oxford Sexy. English Dictionary. Right. Sexiest dictionary out there, possibly. God damn it! I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Right. Can we just be honest? Sure. There? Yeah. But <laughs> the sexiest. I mean, like, I mean, most people agree. Merriam-Webster doesn't hold a candle to this, although they did help us find out when um, awesome yep, yep. happened. Yep. That was nice of them. But we, we really rely more on, on this dictionary, the dictionary mm-hmm. of all dictionaries, with a big D. Mm-hmm. The big D dictionary, Oxford English wow. Dictionary. Wow! Yeah, I threw that. You in. you went low there. <laughs> I sure did. That was you know that was that was a that was a low it's, joke. It's the election day uh, uh, low road, folks. Yep. All so, right, man. All right, so. <laughs> Literally, this is a adverb from the Oxford English Dictionary. Let's introduce the meal for today. Yes, this, this, is, this is our meal. I'm this sorry, I got, I got so excited. I forgot about our structure. I did too. I just was like, you know what? Just yell about things for I a while. Just, Everyone will love it. Oh, it's just I was loving it. Okay, so this sorry. word. Well, you know, it, literal is the adjective. Literally mm-hmm. is the adverb. But uh, it's formed within English. Uh, it comes from Middle French. From 1465, they mention a word called literalement. Oh, nice! That was good. We, you know, that actually, was, that's that was pretty good. Yeah, we. Oh, I'm not oh, gonna wait. say I wouldn't have pronounced it as well as that. that. That reminds me of that other French phrase that I I had from last episode, which I won't repeat because I'll have to make our listeners listen to decadent to find it. <laughs> uh, or Spanish literalmente, also uh, from the same time period. And Italian, so it's like it comes from derives from Romance languages around thirteen, fourteen hundreds. Yeah. Okay, so it it means in a literal manner or a sense, but this is tricky, right? Because like we're to, we're looking at literally, and you mm-hmm. can't define a word with the word itself. Literal is technically not literally. That's why the word mm-hmm. literal is in the definition, but it means exact or in the actual sense. The interesting thing, which is important for us, which we're going to spend this episode talking about, yep. is after the semicolon, they say not figuratively. Mm-hmm. So not using figurative language or metaphorical or allegorical language. That's what they say. They go out of their way to say that it's not that. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple uh, mentions of this word, and the earliest one is around 1429 from a book called Nurman's Salusione. Wow. Uh, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, it's in like Middle English. It says literally half he heard this dream and what it meant. Lit- literally half heard this dream. This is a weird spellings. But uh, we got a few other ones. Let's see. Do you notice any names here? I noticed Defoe, 1719. You, ever, you notice that one? Moore, Taylor. Yeah. I like when they randomly throw some people that are like famous. Frith. I've heard of Frith. You heard of Frith? Yeah, but yeah. I think it was like an old class that I had to take. Okay, 1533. So we got a long history of this, right? Okay. Yeah. So, and then then under, that's A. And then B, Oxford says, all right, well, this is the additional definition, which sort of supplements that. It says, yeah. used to indicate that the following word or phrase must be taken in its literal sense, usually to add emphasis. So this is something we're going to come back to. 
Yeah. Adding emphasis. Yeah. Like, the word really or the word very. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which fall into the category, in English, of intensifiers. Hmm, you, you threw, you threw a, a language one I on doth throw. Well, we're going to throw another one eventually as well. We're going to throw another one. Yeah. But that was good. That was good, wasn't it? Intensifier is nice. Mm -hmm. It also sounds like a supervillain. Yeah, like Dr. Ock and then Dr. Mr. Intensifier. Mr. Intensifier. Or like, yeah. Or just the Intensifier. (laughs) That's a great superhero. I could see him being a hero rather than a villain. He just bursts into every room, like, ramping everything up a notch. Yeah. He's basically like, I don't know. Um... (laughs) I can't even think of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, everybody knows somebody like that. That guy that rolls into the yep. party, and everybody's like, hey, Bob. And he's like, hey, everybody. He's like, whoa, Bob, slow it down. Stop intensifying things so much. But that's just what he does. Well, a good intensifier is one who rolls in real nice, right? And then their presence just starts lifting yeah. the, the just intensity of Lift everything. Right? It's like that Jackie Wilson song from mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 yep. uh, that they play when they uh, animate the Statue of Liberty with the ooze. Uh-huh. And they walk down the street in the Statue of Liberty, and nice. they're playing that song. It's a dope song. That's intense. That's a lyric from Jackie Wilson. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's good. That's our first definition, right? Yeah. And then the the, the third subsection under that first one that you gave is uh, in a colloquial use, uh, used to indicate that um, that uh, some metaphorical or hyperbolical uh, expression is to be taken in the strongest admiss- admissible sense, mm-hmm. virtually as good as, also completely, utterly, absolutely. Uh, now one of the most common uses, although often considered irregular in standard English, since it reverses the original sense of yeah. literally. Reverses. Pretty, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about this reversal, right? Mm-hmm. But this, this part, right... The best example, I think, is from the Herald Times of Bloomington, Indiana, which is the most recent from 2008, (laughs) where it says, OMG, I literally died when I found out. No, you figuratively died. Otherwise, you would not be around to relay your pointless anecdote. (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a complicated one. Yeah. And and here we also see the one from Mark Twain, which we're going to come back to, right? Yeah, okay. Um, Because that's going to justify or kind of talk about things. But, yeah, so this is is under that first definition, which I think is interesting that they – a separate definition is under in a literal manner or sense, Mm -hmm. right? Which is very – Interesting. You know what else, though? Like, I find that this is a theme in words for dinner. Mm-hmm. The conflict or friction between mm. the actual original definition of a term and the, connota- yeah. and the connotation of it, or, in other words, to put it in a different way, the literal definition and the colloquial definition, which mm-hmm. is that one you just read, the reversal. Yeah. That's the colloquial, which yeah. means, you know, conversational. Yeah. So it's like... When we use words, mm-hmm. we make them live. We imbue them with power nice. and life. Nice. So a little, you intensified that. It was that a little, little too bit. intense. That was How, good. Your tone was an intensifier. It was, yeah. That was good. Um, however, then uh, sometimes they get bastardized or mm-hmm. distorted mm-hmm. by the way that people use them. But I think this is an interesting... I think that what we're going to come down to today... Is a theory of, of language. Life. Oh, language. Language. Which is life. I mean, like, <laughs> come on. Ba boom. Boom. Bada bing. 
Like getting, <laughs> hey, getting popcorn stuck in your throat is part of life. Man, could be Chicago me. popcorn, could be not. Doesn't matter. It was pop secret. I'm it, not gonna lie. It was, it was pop secret. <laughs> I just, it is, just was. Is that the bag? Yeah, it was just a bag. What's the? I, I. How much popcorn do you buy? Do you like? Are listen, you a popcorn person? Listen, I'm a small digression. <laughs> I'm going to confess to our listeners. Yeah. Mainly because the person I live with does not listen to this podcast. W.B. Mason. You live with W.B. Mason. Right? I do, but I also live with somebody else who does not listen oh. and will not find out. Well, she might listen to this. Oh, it's your daughter. No, it's not my daughter. It's her mother. It's her mother. I own a popcorn maker, a popcorn popper, right? So it's like a little Whoa. heat popcorn thing. It's really nice. It's not a microwave. You You're not talking about a microwave. No. You buy kernels. You put it there. It pops your own popcorn. You get to control That's how much sick. butter's on it and stuff. It's really nice. I love it. I make popcorn in there all the time. Yeah. Sounds sick. My daughter's mother gets frustrated <laughs> that I don't clean it right away. <laughs> what? It's been a point of contention. What's the residue? Is there it's just like, it's Well, it's the oil from the... Oh, well. From, you got to put a little bit of oil down so it pops. Your right? kernel oil. Yeah, stop Ew. it. All right, calm it down. Ew. All right? You and, you, you and her can go have Ew. your own little moment. All right? Anyway, listen. Yeah. She's frustrated that <laughs> I don't clean it. Okay. Suddenly, a part of that popcorn machine is, has gone missing. Oh, oh. it is no longer around. I can like no longer make now? popcorn without this part. Suspicious, to say the least. Stop it. Suspicious. Is this what it sounds like? Is this tampering? This is this. I think it is. Is this popcorn fraud? This is, this is election tampering. <laughs> this is. Are there some this hanging chads? Did she remove the chad? She removed from the chad. The, Popcorn maker. She removes the chat from the popcorn maker. My point is, is that I either A, need a new popcorn maker, or B, need a new part, which is the more likely solution to this. You're just going to... I love that solution. Because it might not be her, right? It could be lost or something. No, right? I think it's... You think it's her? If it's... I, I hope it's 85 her. 85 percent. 85% sure. That's amazing. That her or her family, who was visiting at the <laughs> oh, time... Maybe it was her folks or something. Threw it away. But I think it was on purpose. That's so great, dude. Because not every piece was gone, just one. I'm going to talk to her about this. It seems super personal. But... Uh, I'm gonna have to go on the record, with, off the record with her on that. And we're not yeah. gonna be able to share it with you. Yeah, after. that's okay. Anyway, so <clears throat> a lot, just like popcorn, literally gets stuck in your throat. Gets stuck in your throat <laughs> as well. But what sure. I thought was interesting before we get into the the kind of heart or the meat of this dinner, right, is that there's also some other definitions of literally mm. that I thought were worth taking a mention. Mm. Um, the second definition. Second definition A, right? Yeah. Which is uh, with reference to a version of something as a transcription, translation, etc. in the very words, word for word, mm. right? So we get this thing of word for word. So this is interesting, and we're going to come back to it probably eventually as well. But uh, like mm. one that I liked is from 1843. Mm. J.W. Carlyle and his letters said every word of this is literally as the men spoke it, mm. meaning word for word, it's exactly the same. Now it's a transcription. I like that that choice too. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Just mm-hmm. a good one mm-hmm. because uh, I think that's a good example of how we. Well, maybe not. I won't. I won't take sides here. But look, yeah. how the. Literalists, the purists, rather. Let me use purists yeah. as a word. All right, I like that. The, the uh, of of etymology would side with that one because that one is using it in its classic sense, mm. right? The guy says every word of this is literally as the men spoke it. So he's talking. Whoever the speaker is is talking about language. Yep. He's talking about 
the way the language is presented. Mm-hmm. He's probably talking about spelling and phrasing and context. Mm-hmm. He's talking about taking information and repeating the information. And that's that seems to me like what the yeah. classic sense of the word is. Yeah, and so that's interesting because we have another source, mm. right, which I think is, is worth bringing up now because it has to do with this. So... Uh, but we're going to come back to it. Okay. So we have a source. We found this website called wordorigins.org. I like that. Which both of us freaked out about. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. If you guys got some time or you're near a computer mm-hmm. right now, wordorigins.org is nice. interesting. It is very cool. Woo. Right? Um, and I think there's different writers for it. Yeah. Is that right? I hope so. Yeah, uh, I think so. It might be one it's person. A mysteri- that's the one thing that's a little mysterious about who does it. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I it, haven't really might, it might be one person. We have an about button. Uh yeah, let's just go see. Let's, let's okay. Well, let's we'll try that. It then. seems to be Dave. What Wilton. about that? Oh, is it? Oh, it's Dave Welton. It seems to be uh, Dave Welton. D- hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. You are. Go. It is ten thousand. Oh, there he is. Look at this. <laughs> and oh, his yeah. dog Lila. That is oh. awesome. Oh, ah, nice. Lila is the staff assistant here. Her duties include reception, greeting of visitors. Uh, guys, there's a picture of a dog here. Oh, Self defenestration. Uh-huh. The oh, that means throwing out of windows. Do you know that word? What defenestration? Yeah. No. It means literally. Oh, I see what you did there. I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> it means to throw. And actually, oh man, this is great. I just didn't intend to do that, but that's a good example. All right. It does literally mean to throw out of window mm-hmm. windows. So self defenestrate would mean she's Lila throws herself out of windows. That's pretty funny. Mastication of assorted objects was my favorite. Mm, and olfactory investigations. Oh, he's just showing off now. Olfactory investigations sounds like it would be like it would be a bad a bad like private detective company. Yeah. Right? Anyway, yeah. point is Dave Wilton is amazing. This he's is great. awesome. I love his writing, actually. I think more than anything else. But yep. his his use of the word literally, or his kind of conversation about the history of the word literally, you know, takes from OED. OED in the first one has the example that you read earlier, mm-hmm. which is from the Mirror of Man's Saluation, right? Oh, he's got um, a translation there. And he's got, like, a translation, which is not, I mean, it's basically what what you said. Okay. Which, is, which uh, the translation being, literally, have you heard this dream and what it meant? Oh, okay. And what he says, he says the this early use... Is in the literal word for word sense, so it's not in the definition that huh. that OED gives it, which is in a literal, exact, or actual sense. Yeah, it's different. That's a different definition, at least according to OED. And here we're really, really uh, splitting hairs. Yeah, we're getting nuanced. But this is yeah. But this is gonna this is gonna be important later. But it's the other definition, meaning word for word, is different than. In an exact sense, mm. so they're slightly different, very similar, but but still, there's a difference there. Right. And wordorigins dot uh, dot org, yeah. yeah, sorry, wordorigins dot org says it's the previous one, which is interesting, which is cool. We, I'm saying interesting way too much. I'm sorry. I'm Cult of Wilton. Cult of Wilton. We oh, like wow. the Wilton. Wow. We like him in a more honest way that we have praised our friend Ray Comfort in the past, who, let's yeah. be honest, has some 
issues. Uncomfortable images with bananas yeah, in his past. He does like to be with Though bananas. I don't know Dave Wilton's past, I imagine that he doesn't have as many... Weird. As many... sessions. Yeah, as many uncomfortable photos of him with a banana as Ray Comfort does. I mean, potassium's good for you, but yeah, let's not well, get yeah, that. Let's not get weird. So, also, a couple definitions under this, and specifically... I love the obscure, obscure and rare oh, ones, yeah. right, which are good. Yeah. But the second one, <laughs> in extended use with exact fidelity of representation or faithfully, mm-hmm. pretty close to the same definition as um, translating something or transcription of something word for word, hmm. which is good. Uh, and then um, the the other definition, the obscure ones, oh, so so good. Just want to bring back all these obscure. I know, so badass. Uh, it says by or with regard to letters, which I think yeah. is a very exact like et- etymology breakdown of the word. Yeah, like you know what what each part means, right? Kind of like if you like take take all right that it's about like letters, right? By or with regard to letters, and then with or by the letters of a word. And so here we get um, pupils should be required to spell words. This is from 1885, by the way, in a in a book about school education. I'm assuming it's probably called school education, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it was like a manual or something. Yeah. Um, pupils should be required to spell words both literally and phonetically. For instance, C A T is the literal spelling of the word cat. Oh, whereas the phonetic could be K-A-T or yeah. whatever. Well, it is K-A-T. The phonetic spelling oh. is K-A-T, yeah. <laughs> because it's K. And hard K. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's that weird. is weird. But, um, so, and then the second obscure definition, in or with regard to letters or literature, and they just have one example of this, which I love, <laughs> um, from 1593, and yet I tell you, methinks you are very bookishly and literally wise. Michael, I th- methinks you are very bookishly and literally uh, wise. Methinks you are too. Oh, that's nice. So many compliments on our anniversary. I mean, this is, this is it. What's the year year anniversary? Is that the cotton anniversary? Cotton? Yeah, I think it's cotton. Mm, cotton. You know, like 10 year anniversary is like the bra- like the the copper and then well, or bronze. I've never heard of 20 this years, silver, 50 years. No, gold, what? 100 years, like uh, adamantium oh, like or something like or that. Some yeah. Whoa, I never heard of or that. Or unobtainium, maybe? Adamantium. See, for the nerdy people in our audience, they're totally going to get <laughs> the Wolverine slash Avatar yeah. references I just laid out. I just learned something. I don't know about this. Unobtainium? This, no, like the. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. The, uh, the, like, you know, the metals thing. Yeah, but, yeah. It's like each year of the anniversary is like a different type of quote unquote. Yeah, it's like a traditional maybe thing. Maybe we should. Maybe it's made up. I don't know. Maybe we should it's do an episode. I mean, it is made up. You know how, like, medals, I just realized, like, medals that you win for winning a race mm-hmm. are sound phonetically just like metals which they of which they are made. Coincidence? Oh, that's what you're saying. That'd be a pretty obscure word to do. Maybe that we'll think about that. What a metal! I mean, I metal, like metal, 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 metal. Uh, anyway. a lot. This is a lot going on. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so we have those definitions: either the obscure one, which is about the letters, right, mm-hmm. with or by the letters of a word, the or the second one, which is about uh, something being word for word, a transcription, mm-hmm. right, and then we have the first one being a literal manner or sense or like an actual sense. An exact sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the one which is colloquial, which you mentioned. Yeah. Which is the opposite of that. 
Whew. So used to indicate a metaphorical expression. So using literally to mean the opposite of the word literally. Yeah, yeah. that is the one that I think has been pissing people off. And if you do a quick Google search, which we what you do. does literally mean? You will see how many people are pissed. Yeah, about this word. They're not happy. Pissed. <laughs> it is there. There are listicles. Yeah. There are articles. There are essays. Mm. There are memes. Mm. There are memes. Me- there are videos. The Minimes. There are minions. There's minions. It's crazy, right? It's there is everything out there, which is all about how dumb or terrible or bad it is to use the word literally to mean figuratively. You know what? I just thought. I think that why are people so mad about this, right? What's the what's reason? I think it could be maybe that it tends to be associated with. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Michael. If you think of a person, the sort of person who were to use the word in the colloquial definition, which is to say figuratively, mm-hmm. do you think there's an age that we would associate with that person? So I think, I think you're, you're hitting the nail right on the head there, yeah. buddy, yeah. which I think that it's often associated with youth yes. or immaturity, right? Aha! Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me thinks that is you are bookish smart. and literally bookish and literally <laughs> you have a wise. bookishly and literally wise <laughs> mind. Yeah, no, no, I think I think you're 100 percent right. I think that's where right. a lot of it comes from. I think that there's it's age bias. So I think it's age bias, but I also think it's uh, it's a reaction. I think to take a positive spin on it because we're going to take a lot of spins on this. This is going to be spin doctors. This is going to be one of those roller coasters <laughs> where you go through one loop. Yeah. And you didn't see the next loop coming. And, it's, and you didn't see the next loop coming after that. And Order. even more G's. G-Force. G-Force upside down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Crazy. But I think that to take the positive spin on this, right, is that I think that people are reacting to the usage as something that is unintellectual or inexact. Which is, you know, the opposite of the word. Literally supposed to mean exact. Yeah. Or if that's like their, you know, your idea or your argument, if it's supposed to mean exact, then the, the fight against it is, well, you're using the word incorrectly. But I think it's a deeper-seated thing to yeah. fight against uh, a bias or a tendency to be anti, anti-intellectual, right? Yeah. I, I and I think that's that. where it's coming from. I think so, too. And I'll just add to that because yeah. I think you're right. I think that in my own personal experience, you know, I'm getting older these days. Um, I'm the only one that's doing that. Yep. Uh, so I have a unique perspective on that. But uh, I think it could be anti-intellectual. I think it could also be a sort of uh, a maturity thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, younger people tend to be less mature, or at least are criticized for being less mature yeah. than older people, which is really about perspective rather than about yeah. objective things. But um, maybe it's a sort of like, you know, the whippersnappers don't get to say what we do with language because they haven't been around as long mm, as me. I see what you're saying. And I've been around since literally was used to talk about books. <laughs> and words is my precious, you know? Nice. Good reference. Yeah. Two Lord of the Rings references. Mm-hmm. 
our friend, our friends in uh, on the Tolkien pro- podcast oh. that we listen to, uh, uh, Prancing Pony. Shout out! Very proud. Shout out to them. Those they're bookishly wise as well. Oh Literally bookishly wise. Yeah, seriously. Small shout out here. Thinks. Listen to that if you're into Tolkien. Yeah, man. They're kind of interesting. I kind of like it a lot, man. So. I, you know, those guys. I'm sure they know their riddles, but we should have a riddle riddle off. Oh my god! With them. Oh my god, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm not good at riddles. I'm terrible at riddles. That's why. Damn, we're gonna fail. We're gonna fail terribly. Let's not do this. We take it back. And meanwhile, their, back. their podcast is ostensibly just about a book or the like, the canon or surrounding a book, one book, <laughs> and where it's like about the language yeah. and we can't do it. Okay, so anyway, point is yeah. two different, similar ways to look at why people frown so yeah. upon the colloquial sense. Yes, and I think that is our point of entry mm. into the the first shift, the first turn. That we mm. get because what? I feel like it's it's I feel like our conversation should be short mm. about the anger of the of the quote unquote misuse of the word yeah. because so many people get angry about yeah it. they're so angry all the time I've been corrected multiple times when I use literally Uh-oh. to mean figuratively oh, I've seen people do it I've done it myself you do do it sometimes you're funny we're all across you're funny when you do it though we're all across because right? you know all, we're all across the board there mm. but. If you do the same Google search, what does literally actually mean? You'll come across a decent amount of articles responding to this anchor. Mm. And I would say a significant portion, right? So one of them being from Slate, which I think is the one that we, like we kind of chose for this, right? And just a real quick, <coughs> speaking of shout-outs, there's another podcast that is more similar to ours mm-hmm. called Lexicon Valley. Yeah. And that's put on... By or I think it's sponsored by Slate. Oh, okay, cool. And um, it's oh, got I know that Bob yeah, Garfield that. from the NPR show yeah, yeah, yeah. on the media is a host, and it, and they have uh, commentators from Vocabulary.com, yeah. Vocab.com. It's excellent too. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So Slate. Right. So uh, on at Slate, we got an article called "The Word We Love to Hate" by Jesse Scheidlauer. Yeah. Scheidlauer. I don't know. Formerly the editor-at-large of the Oxford English yeah, Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Baby. Oh, and he's the author of the F. We have talked about him before. Okay. So you were telling me that earlier, and I didn't believe you, um, <laughs> nor, nor did I like really understand Smart. what we were doing. Smart uh, but this article is similar to a lot of other articles. Yeah. I think this one was probably the best one, the best one for our purposes, yeah, yeah. in which they create a defense. Yeah. For the use of the word literally mm-hmm. to mean figuratively. Right. Right? So literally can mean two things according to this article as well as some other ones. It can mean literally, like in the traditional sense, mm-hmm. or exactly. So let's use that word instead. Mm-hmm. I mean exactly. Or it can mean figuratively. Yeah. Not exactly. Right. Right? So we have those two options. Now, I can I can hear from the future, mm-hmm. right? I can hear screaming, cars crashing as people have road rage as we just mention that this is an option. Bob from the party is just screaming on the sidewalk. Yeah, just anger across the board, right? (laughs) (laughs) And even suggesting that this is possible. Yeah. But they bring up something, or he brings up something, (laughs) that is pretty convincing to me. I'm going to read a little bit here. I'm going to read a little bit. So he questions, why did the use of the word literally suddenly come under such fire, all this anger, right? 
And this conversation after this is where where I'm getting a little a little bit of this idea of this argument. He says, It is not the first nor will be the last instance of a word that is used in a seemingly contradictory way. There are many such words and they arise through various means. Now at this point, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking cleave, mm-hmm. right? That's the word that I think you of all the time. Of cleave yeah. Before? Because wow. cleave I've uh, it always one. means bringing together and separating. But also, I was like, oh yeah, well that would be separating. Yeah, separating. Uh-huh. Yeah. The okay. motion that Max just did was to cut off his own arm. Yeah. So I want to be with, clear with what a, we're with responding a cleaver. to with a meat cleaver. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So just imagine that one for a second anyway. <laughs> give you a minute. Okay. All right. All right so so he says they're called Janus words, contronyms, the two-faced or, god, mm-hmm, or auto antonyms. Mm-hmm. I had to look up Janus, by the way. Uh, kind of cool, kind of love it. He's the original Harvey Dent. <sighs> Stop. You like that? Yeah, that was yeah, good. Was I don't good. even like Batman that much. I, I was know. just pretty excited there. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so so they include, <laughs> and he gives the example of cleave first, mm-hmm. which means to stick to and to split apart. Then dust, which is really interesting. Oh, I was yeah. like, ooh, I love this. Dust is to remove dust from, like when you dust in your house, or to sprinkle dust upon, right? Like uh, dusting a confection or something. Mm-hmm. Like I dust sugar on things. Yeah. Often. Sometimes I dust dust, though. It's pretty weird. I'm the only one yeah. who I know. No, a lot of people, I feel like... dust dust. I feel like we do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, when things are too clean, I dust it. Mm-hmm. Or moot. Right? right, which is able to be discussed or arguable, and it means purely theoretical, uh, which is super interesting. I didn't know that's that. That's weird. Yeah. So there's a lot of like words that I'm like, we could fucking do yeah, this yeah, word. We could totally <laughs> we do could this word. Do this word for the podcast. This. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna have to like wait a while, right? Mm. So people forget that we talked about them today. <laughs> anyway, so and peruse and scan that both mean uh, to read closely and to glance at. Yeah. Right, which is. Scan was cool. I was like, "Oh my god, you're right." Yeah, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and so, so he says there as well, and this is the part that I think is kind of cool or kind of interesting. That he says usage writers often criticize such words as potentially confusing and usually single out one of the meanings as "quote unquote" wrong. The "quote unquote" right meaning being the older one or the one closer to the word's etymological meaning, or the one more frequent when 18th century. Uh, grammarians began to examine language systematically. Ah. It's not always possible to predict when something will be condemned. While the skim, quote-unquote, sense of peruse is often criticized, the, quote-unquote, skim sense of scan, the main current use, is rarely noticed, even though it's a recent development quite different from the meaning the word had for centuries. Yeah. So the conversation brought up here is this isn't new. This isn't a conversation that has just happened. This mm-hmm. isn't the only word that does this. And to bring in the word of scan, which I think like mm-hmm. kind of kind of cemented me in pretty hard with this kind of idea, this argument, which was that <clears throat> scan the new use of it, yeah. which we don't talk, talk about or criticize or deal with on a wider level. I'm sure there are some people who are already typing angry emails oh, like, no. to their friends, not to no. us, because we don't get any emails. No. But, but <laughs> Which is nice and, and sad at the it's same sad. time. right? Yeah. That was my passive-aggressive way to ask for emails. Yeah, please, God, emails. please, God, send us emails. It is, it's, nice <laughs> it's nice to not have that kind of stress, too, though. Yeah. Anyway. But that, you know, it does, it does that. So the word literally... 
would be a Janus word. Or, I like contronym, right? That's actually Contronym's my, nice. Yeah, I like that word a lot. Yeah. So it would be a contronym. It is a word mm-hmm. that means it's contradiction. It means one thing and the contradiction of that thing. That is cool. English language, man. Only in English. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're, uh, that's not true, right? But I'm going to... I'm going to say, knowing that this is a wrong phrase to say and that I'm being offensive on multiple levels, probably to multiple different languages, English, to have words <coughs> that mean one thing and the opposite of that thing, awesome. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. That's the beauty of it. Of course, you have problems, like, see, you know, just to come in on the opposite side of things, like, you do have, you know, it depends on who's using it and for mm-hmm. what purpose. But... Because, you know... I don't know. It can get confusing. So it can get confusing. And I think that there's a few few funny cartoons out there. Specifically the one that is used with the Slate article, which is uh, a guy at a desk and another guy is looking at him and it says, uh, Confound it, Hawkins. When I said I meant that literally, uh, that was just a figure of speech. Right? (laughs) Um, And then there's also, which I thought was really great, a oatmeal... Uh, the comic of the oatmeal yeah. has like a very funny uh, conversation. They take the side of literally not meaning figuratively, right, right. but meaning exactly. Um, and they have a very conversa- uh, funny conversation about people peeing their pants or people uh, ripping out <laughs> each other's spines or a uh, gay steamroller running over people, which right, is... Right. Pretty funny. Please look it up. Uh, good chance. Thanks, Jerry. Follow yeah, up. Yeah, right. <laughs> pretty, pretty good chance we'll share that on Twitter at some oh, point. Oh, yeah, that's show notes. Um, yeah, right, and, well, I mean, now show notes is just Twitter. Twitter, which is tweets. Actually, that's yeah, better. That's better. Yeah. Anyway, so, so there's that. That can be confusing. But how do we understand any word? Context. Booyah. This is my argument for you. This is my argument for you. If I say, if I say, I am literally writing down what you said. Yeah. You know I mean word for word. If yeah. I'm actually doing it. Yeah. So the context is if I'm really writing, yeah. then you know I mean I'm actually doing that word for word. Right. If I am not writing, you know I'm using it for figuratively. Yeah. Or if I'm taking like quick notes, right? Unless I'm an idiot, <laughs> which unfortunately... I mean, come on, guys. We, we are idiots. We have an abundant Both of us stock have. of evidence here. <laughs> but I think that the context matters a lot. And I think that this art- the, the article here, right, um, by Scheidlauer makes that argument, as well as word origins makes that argument as well, oh. which is that context. Mr. Wilton. Dr. Wilton. A lot. Huh? Yes. God, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy, I know. I really, I'm really sorry. We've got to get him on our show. Maybe. Or maybe maybe I just maybe I just want him to recognize that we exist. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, that's I mean Tay Diggs already did, though. This, we can only go down, go down from Tay Diggs. That's true. we got to talk about Tay Diggs, man. I mean, this is just a <laughs> fact that Tay Diggs now follows us, along with 700,000 other people. <clears throat> and that there is a beautiful article from Slate entitled... Why is Tay Di- why Tay Diggs may be unfollowing you on Twitter as we speak? Yeah, which was written in June or July, July, and when and is clearly untrue. Him? This week we got following. We got following this in week. November. He is still following almost seven hundred thousand people. He might unfollow us, dude. That's what this suggests. He might unfollow us, That's but really, that would truly be a low point. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. 
<laughs> He's going to get a lot of tweets yeah. to him from us. From our fans. And from our fans. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's the official spokesperson of Words for Dinner. <laughs> but there's a good chance he's that I might make him <laughs> the unofficial spokesperson of Words that, for Dinner. The, you know how like biographies are unauthorized if they say shitty things about the person and mm-hmm. the person says, under no circumstances should you publish this book or say it's about me or, and it's false. And mm-hmm. so they just call it unauthor- unauthorized because mm-hmm. it's more salacious. Yeah. That's he's our unauthorized spokesperson. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't authorized anything. <laughs> no, no. And it, my mind is just working know, hard, trying to find ways to like <laughs> just use his image to make our <laughs> podcast more like more widespread. Um, but okay, anyway, but that was an off track. <laughs> but to come back to okay. word origins, right? right? So here. He he kind of he's using as well as um, Scheidlauer is using the argument that the context matters a lot mm-hmm. to our understanding of a word. Right. So here are some examples, and I think like wordorigins.org does this. Love it. Love what he does here. Right. So Wilton is my man here, which he gives examples of people using literally to mean figuratively. And he also makes the argument that we've been using it that way for a long time. So it's actually not a new thing, and it's not a thing that is all young kids. Oh, because, right, because if it started in 1790 or something, that means you got some 200-year-olds doing this shit. 1700s, I believe, is when he says it started. Hold on. Yep, I think 1769 is when the history of Emily Montag... Montague, uh, where is the first use of literally in a more metaphorical sense. And these are like literary texts that are using these to kind of make um, make exaggerated points, but also to mean literally as figuratively. They don't mean the word uh, to mean exact. So here we have a few examples, four examples that I really want to share with you because there's some of your the men that you I love. I love these people. So Charles Dickens... And Nicholas Nickleby lift him out, said Squeers, after he had literally feasted his eyes in silence upon the culprit. I actually don't love Dickens, but uh, that's fine. That's fair. I like Dickens. Who names a character Squeers? Dickens. Dickens. Man, you know what? All right. Show notes. One of a kind. Later on down the road, maybe we'll do a B-side episode or something. We should have a uh, Dickens character naming contest. And just come up with I it. See, I see what you're doing. Anyway, keep going. Uh, Mark Twain in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Mark Twain's... I love this man. Yeah. Tom was literally rolling in wealth. Nice. Was he? Yeah, was no. he? Unless the he context, was jumping up and down on a pile of money. Which that's not rolling. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like what I did there? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Go screw yourself. You're nice. right. You're right. Okay. Anyway. Maybe, how about flopping around like a fish? Yeah, but he didn't that say that. He didn't say that. Yeah, you're right. Right, come. You know, rolling is rolling. You know what? Was he talking about acid there? (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) might be, might be. Uh, James Joyce and the Dead. Yeah, which I know you love this story. Yeah, I I love that. I love that book. Yeah, Lily, the caretaker's daughter, was literally run off her feet. Yeah, that one just isn't uh, literally. Yeah, that's figuratively. That's figuratively. And then Nabokov. I know you love Nabokov. That guy. And with his eyes, he literally scoured the corners of the cell. Oh, that's weird. That's a weird one that, that Nabokov is using. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got to read that. I got to read that. And that's, uh, oh, sorry, that's Invitation to a Beheading. From 1960. Yeah. I got to read some of his short stories. You know, I've only read Lolita and some of his essays, I think. Is Invitation to a Beheading a short story? It's not a short story. Oh, maybe it's not. It's a book. I think it's a book. That's not the the point. Okay. Uh, What's interesting is that Wilton, our buddy, after this says, of course. After quoting those authors, he yeah. says, just because the usage isn't wrong doesn't mean that all the uses of it are good ones. Like any form of hyperbole, figurative literally can be overused, and care should be taken that it doesn't cause confusion. Its use is not appropriate for all genres. For instance, it's probably a bad idea to employ it in expository prose such as an academic paper, but in fiction and in informal prose and speech, there's nothing wrong with it. So unless you're a better writer than Dickens, Twain, Joyce, and Nabokov, don't go around saying that the figurative and intensifying use of literally is wrong altogether. Which I just want to say, shots fired. Shots fired. I mean, let's reread that sentence real fast. He says... He, he says, he says, we're not good writers. Yeah. Ouch. Just all of us. Ouch. All of us. I want you to reread that sentence. Right okay, first. he says, So unless you're a better writer than Dickens, Twain, Joyce, and Nabokov, don't go around saying the figurative and intensifying use of literally is wrong altogether. There's, there's a... There, I mean, Wilton just laid it down. He basically said, Stop complaining that literally isn't being used literally. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to say... I, I'm 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 blown away by this. I think I'm surprised Wilton has not gotten like very long wordy threats mm. from all those <laughs> from writers all those. who are thinking that they're better than those guys. Actually, let's see if he got wordy. Oh wow, there's a, a whole forum on this. He has oh a forum. Wilton God. has a forum. He totally has a forum. Oh, it's totally about that. Yep, actually, I want to apologize for the stuff. Oh my god, there's Which is that people did freak out. There is a freak out. And it's from 2012. His his forum (laughs) title is I Literally Expect a Firestorm Over This. But the funniest thing is, he said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, 2013, August of 2013. No, that's when the article was written. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the his uh, post uh, about literally or his like little article about it was written then. Hmm. Wow. We could we could totally go down the rabbit hole at this forum, man. This is a this yeah, is a nice I'm, forum I'm debate really on word origins. That's that right, that's gonna be how I waste time later <laughs> oh, today. Oh god, that's good. Oh. There was like a long pause where both of us were clearly just reading <laughs> <laughs> something else that we were excited about. That happens a lot. Yeah. <coughs> oh, so where do you, where do we stand now? Where does this put us now? So this is this is complicated. Hmm. So I think that the, I think that as with many of our words, it comes to the conclusion that a connotative or colloquial use is hmm. just as legitimate hmm. as a dictionary definition or a de- denotative use. Yeah. Right. But this is the part <laughs> where it gets exciting. For me, yeah. <laughs> so I don't remember who said it. Yeah, and I'm gonna talk a little bit right now, so that. Man, I wonder if you're thinking exactly what I'm thinking from this late article. Yeah, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're thinking. I'm gonna tell you what I'm thinking. You tell me. I, I'll tell I'm you. Thinking what you're thinking. Yes, I will tell you if you're thinking what I'm. There's thinking. this. Uh, there's this point. Yeah, it's there actually. I was thinking about that part. 
he says, so this is Shidelauer again. Yeah, so we're back he's, to the Slate article. We're back to the Slate article. He's saying, this is Shidelauer, I think, would probably be sympathetic if not in full agreement with Wilton. Yeah. Although, yeah, yeah. Shidelauer, I think, maybe shows more angles to it, but anyway. Yeah. He says, the trouble with usage criticism of literally is that it's typically uneven. He says, parallel uses are frequent and usually pass unnoticed. In other words, parallel, like we talked about the words cleave, dust, yeah, words yeah, like yeah. that. For every peruse, there's a scan. And for every hopefully, there's a clearly. For every literally, there's a really. And that's the thing that I thought was very interesting. He says, did you expect people to complain when really, the word, is used to emphasize things that are not quote-unquote real? And that's what made my brain go a fizz. Because Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, he just compared... Uh, this word literally, the adverb, to other adverbs that are yeah. intensifiers, like really. Yeah. And it made me think for the first time ever in my entire life, I was like, wait a second. Really is based on the word real, like mm-hmm. literally is based on literal. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're technically saying when we use the word really. Really is so overused mm-hmm. that we kind of don't think about what it means. Maybe that's what's happening with literally. Maybe we're just throwing it in so much that we're not thinking too much about, you know, the origin of it. But I think that that argument of, like, not thinking through it is where the the side that says, oh, well, if you're not thinking through it, then therefore you should be thinking through it more, use it in the original definition. Yeah. Kind of gets attraction. Yeah. But this is the part that you read after this part. This is where I think Scheidlauer shoots... You know, does his own shots fired against these people, right? Against people who believe this. Which is basically, before this podcast, this was me. So I was basically, like, just brought down (laughs) and, like, told I was a terrible human. Oh, wow. Okay. It was... It was was emotional. Yeah, it sounds emotional. I mean, it was a lot that I went through this morning, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) So he says that... In the case of literally, the right meaning is said to be exactly as described, or in a literal way, kind of what we said from the OED, that first definition, because that's what the base word literal is supposed to mean. In fact, the literal meaning of literal would be something like according to the letter, but it's almost never used that way. Mm. He copied the manuscript literally, would be one possible example, which we kind of talked about. So when we use literally to refer to something other than individual letters, to whole words or to thoughts in general, we are already walking down the figurative path. So this connects back to what what I was saying earlier with word origins, kind of talking about the first definition meant word for word, not exact, right? So we often see see, those things as, as the same, but there's a slight difference, which word for word or letter for letter is not the same as an exact or actual sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already walking down the path. Yeah. It's going away from the original. So when people freak out and say, you're not using literally in the actual definition, it's like, they're not using literally in the actual oh, definition. Woo! Baby! So basically wow. everyone's wrong. I feel like... That literally that, knocked my socks off just now. And you just used literally incorrectly. Yes. And According to everybody... <laughs> No, no, you used it correctly, right? Yeah, so that yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. so I think that I think that the the conversation that Scheidlauer has there is to say, guys, shut let's your pie calm holes. it down. Yeah, 
And I think that the way the what thing that you read from Word Origins is a good is a good end, which yeah. says, well, you should consider consider your context. Yeah. If you mean literally to mean its most popular definition, see see my language changed here. Mm-hmm. Right, this is purposeful. Mm-hmm. Which is in an exact or actual sense. Mm-hmm. Then make sure that it's clear that you mean that. If you want it to mean figuratively, make sure that you're clear that you mean that. If you want it to mean letter for letter, letter by letter. Do that. <coughs> make sure you're clear. Just do what's in your heart. And that, but you know what's weird? It. That is not popular anymore. Like no. you, no. That would mean, hey, you know what? Here's why. Here's, here's why I think. I'm interested. It's because, guys, we like this word. We okay. like it. Don't let's add. Don't give me that look. People at home, don't act that way. You like it. We like it. Everybody likes it. So if we had to start using it only in the original sense, which is letter for letter, we would have to use it a lot less. And nobody wants to part with literally. Because that would be painful for us. Mm -hmm. right? And uh, why not just use it however we want? Why not just use it when I can say like something like, oh, like I would love to use the word literally to talk about my favorite concert that I went to last night where like, my, my uh, socks were blown off by that guitar solo. Mm-hmm. I'm still wearing my socks, mm-hmm. but I want to use the word. Yeah. Who's going to stop me? Dave Wilton? No. He's on my side. Mm-hmm. Same with Shied Lauer. They're, on, they're on our sides. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we're attached. People mm-hmm. is attached to the word. Until the next word comes along. That's different from what it used to be. But I think I think that this is also a theory of language as well, right? Which yeah. is, do you believe that language is immutable, cannot be changed, yeah. and it was set up, yeah. and therefore does not transform right. or like go beyond it, should be kept mm-hmm. to a certain level or a certain meaning, that any changes beyond that are inappropriate or like not, not okay or unintelligent or whatever... Or do you see language as a molding, changing, transforming yeah. blob of crazy, which which I feel like English is, yeah. right? <clears throat> and just accept, just take it as it comes, own it, and like yeah. So I think there's a there's a significant thing to be said for like it can be confusing in some contexts. Yeah, if someone says you know like the example I used earlier, and you just hear the verbal thing of, I am literally transcribing what you say, right? Yeah, yeah. You could mean that figuratively, right? And oh, that could be sure. very confusing, right? And, and I feel like that's that's the issue that people have, is like, it could be a clarity issue. When people write, or students write papers for me, as I'm sure when they wrote papers for you, and they said, literally, yeah, since the beginning like, of time. No! Right? <laughs> yeah, and so like, you have that reaction, but it was a different context. It was a different conversation. Yeah. If it's a different usage or a clear Informal, usage even right? within that paper. Wilton says casual. Mm-hmm. See, I would even extend it and say you can use it in a formal setting. Like a like a fiction piece is a formal yeah, setting, James right? Joyce did. But it has to be clear. Like, yeah. you know that they're meaning it metaphorically or or figuratively. All right. So this is, let's because we're moving towards a conclusion, right? Yeah. Or one conclusion. One yes. Right? I think that if we were to, I don't, let's say the listeners at home, right, the, your average words for dinner listener, right, mm-hmm. 
So sitting love, there, sitting love there. them. Yeah, love them. <laughs> sitting there eating pasta off of a paper plate. Oh my god, yes. Sweats on with some pasta stains on the sweats, but the pasta stains are not from that current meal of pasta. They're from two days ago. Okay, now I think now I think you're treating our listeners a little bit worse. No, this is a there's a there's a line. <laughs> I'm just describing what an intellectual looks like. Okay, and then a uh, stovepipe hat and a corn cob pipe. This is very complicated. And a scarf. And a no monocle, shirt, monocle, and no shirt. Maybe a cummerbund, and some <laughs> and some uh, Timberlands. On. Okay, what, basically <laughs> describing like how my brother looks half the time. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Shout out to Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Uh, all right, this is my question. Right for that person, that person's at home, mouth half full of pasta. Maybe there's some Frank's Red Hot that they put on there. It doesn't mm-hmm. really go with pasta. Why would you put it on there? Uh, Listen, they, I think they that, have to that, own up to that. That shit goes on everything. That, you're right. I, I agree too. So that's not that's neither here nor there. Point is that person has been listening attentively yeah. to our conversation, and he's thinking to himself, "Man, does that mean everybody can do whatever they want with this word, and there's no wrong way to use the word?" Mm-hmm. In fact, dear listener, there is a way to use it wrong. We were okay. just talking about it. Okay. The one way to use it wrong is to not be clear. Nice. I right? see what you did there. I see what you did there. Right? That was deep. It's to say literal when you're not sure if you mean literal or not. Mm. Mm. Or which definition of literal. Or which one it is. Which one it is. Oh, my. Right? Like, oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah, like, oh, how about, like, all right. So, like, I read James Joyce's Dubliners, right? And man, that uh, that book literally made my eyes pop. And if you are blind or you no longer mm-hmm. have eyes, then like yeah. that context would help. Yeah, I guess that's not so good because popping eyes popping is actually a figurative phrase too. Like, oh, I imagined it as like uh, an actual like my eyes actually exploded. they exploded. Yeah, yeah. okay. But <laughs> I, I read I read Mark Twain, and uh, man, his book, you know that that really. Uh, Really uh, made me uh, puke. Literally, yeah, there you go. Made me puke. Literally, literally made me puke. If I'm not throwing up, mm-hmm. that could be okay if you meant it as an intensifier. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't sure yourself when you said it, then it's wrong. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's a long way of saying, emphasizing my point. Just be clear. Just be clear. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like what you're doing there. Yeah, I think that that's a good conclusion to come to after a year mm-hmm. of talking about words, about talking about only twelve words. Out yeah. of Oh my god! Out of countless hours, <laughs> <laughs> so many words. <laughs> but uh, twelve words, three hundred thousand hours. Yeah, right. Too quality, many hours of quality content of uh, of recording episodes and <laughs> then losing those episodes. And, right. right. Recording them again. And right, right. Losing episodes. Man, that lost episode. I, I hope that one day it really appears. I hope that, like, one day the lost episode does actually just appear on your computer. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, some glitch in the system. And we're able to... I'm not sure it. how, how, how would, I would react. I might have, like, some some nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I might have some sadness. Maybe mm-hmm. some joy. Though. It's episode three, Coming right? back and something like that. Yeah. We basically, like, recorded an episode, but didn't, like, really record it, so it's gone. Yeah. 
Welcome to learning about technology. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you said. You yeah. promised. Yeah. And you have a game. I do. All right. We're going to fire up that game right now. Explain to us what we're going to do. All right. So first you have to know about a secondary term, right? This is a term called intensifier. We've been using it a lot. Literally yeah. is used as an intensifier. Some examples of intensifiers are very extremely, you know, they, they increase they're usually adjectives that go right before the word. Gotcha. They're often adverbs. So the opposite of that is called a downtoner. Mm-hmm. It's a word that reduces or diminishes the noun that follows it. And it's mm-hmm. used in very much the same mm-hmm. way, often adverbs, right? Um, but it can be words like rather, somewhat, a little bit of, things like that. Yeah. Those are downtoners. All right. So this game, we're going to try to create a word. Mm-hmm. This is this totally a new, a new definition. Yeah, of a, a new definition of a word, right? Yeah. Uh, to counter the dark Sith Lord power of literally the intensifier. The mm. colloquial mm. version of literally is so powerful yeah. that now we're going to seize the reins. So, so the argument that you have there is that literally the way that we use it yeah. in a colloquial way that we've been talking yeah. about is used as very. Right? Or very, really. Okay, so as an intensifier. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give you a downtoner. Yep, give me a downtoner. You're going to give me a new word that is going to mean something similar to that. Yeah. So this is my suggestion to you, because I know that when we played games in the past, <laughs> you get nervous. Right? I do, I do get to nervous. To be put on the spot. I get nervous, right? yeah. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you a downtoner, right? Okay. okay. This is your game, right? Remember, yeah, this is your this game <laughs> that you came up with. So I'm going to read you a downtoner, and I just yeah. want you to think of a word. Okay. That is like that word. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now you you're going to replace. You're going to create a new meaning for that. Cool. It's so it doesn't be, need to be perfect. It the conditions for the word. Let's say I'm going to try to come up with an adjective though. That's kind of fair. like literal as an adjective. Yes. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So the first one I'm going to give you is slightly. Slightly. Um. Um. Uh. Uh, stupidly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this still counts as a downtoner. Wait, wait. Give me the next. I'm gonna give you the next one. Oh, you're gonna give yeah, me. Yeah, the I'm, next gonna one. Give okay. you, I'm gonna All give right. you. I'm gonna give you. Okay. This is a downtoner. All right. All right. You gotta come up with a word that replaces it. Sure. <laughs> this game is so weird and great. Okay. <laughs> uh, somewhat. Somewhat. I'll wear. <laughs> Hit way, me again. You're way better at this. Hit thing. me again. Rather. Danley. <laughs> this is total cheaper. No, 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 no. No, it makes sense. As in Dan Rather. Oh, Danley. No. Oh, nice. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, now you're giving me ideas. All right, cool, 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 cool. Ooh, all right. You give, me, give me one. You want to one? Yeah. Scarcely. Digsley. <laughs> you, no matter what I was going to say, you're going to have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you one more. Okay. I'm going to give you one more. Okay. You one more. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Sounds. Kind no, of that works. <laughs> How do you spell that? How do you spell that? Okay, that's E E E N H space me uh, M E A H. So the 
R sound that you made is NH. <laughs> is it R sound in there? Does an NH make an R sound? No, it doesn't, Max. <laughs> Listen, it used to not, but now it You're does. Right. Actually, okay. that's pretty complicated. Okay, I'll give you one last one. Okay, I'm excited about this. round this one out. Um, hardly. Stonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. All right, you're, you win. You win the game. Stonely is the best one that we've had. I like that one. You know what's cool about this game? Besides the fact that it's not a game at all. Rockley. Rockley would be better. <laughs> I like Rockley better. Rockley It sounds good. like you're trying to say broccoli, but you're a three-year-old yeah. and can't do it. Yeah. I like that. My, anyway. little, my little brother used to say, uh, he couldn't say breakfast, mm-hmm. so he'd say breath-kissed instead. Breath-kissed? Yeah, and he couldn't say the word girl, so he'd say glurls. Glur- I like that. pretty cute, actually. He was a little kid when he did that. So, <clears throat> point is, that game was maybe a couple notches above horrible, mm-hmm. but it was... Instructive, <laughs> and I think that it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, to, it's do hard to do. Maybe that's why I literally stuck around is because that one really worked. It was successful. You win the game. Okay, I'll take the one. What is your prize? <laughs> my you my get prize. a free one-on-one interview with Ray Comfort. Oh my god! Which I haven't asked him if he's even willing to do. You know, I tweeted, <laughs> I've tweeted to him a few times, um, and he has not gotten back. He has got back. He has a Twitter account. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I don't know if he does anymore. That's awesome. But I haven't tweeted to him in a few months. Yeah. I tweeted to him a few times. He seems like the sort of guy who would maybe tune in Twitter like once every 3.5 weeks. Yeah. Precisely. You know? Yeah. Something like that. Um, Stonely. But I think I think that the real, <laughs> the real winners are the listeners here. <laughs> I created a new word. Yeah, I like the Stonely. The I like Stonely's that. good. Um... The real winners are the listeners who got to yeah. the end are going to be rewarded. Of this whole year, really. Of a whole year with us, right? I mean, some of them going through it very slowly. Some of them have gone through, have binged us. A few dropped in just But, now. you know, that's what it is, too, is that I think that this is... Yeah. This is the last, like, we are now binge-worthy. You can yeah. binge oh, us. I love that. Right? You that's... can spend all day one day. I think we have, t- like, Ooh. well, 12, yeah, I think... Most of ours are about an hour, yeah. or a little bit over. So I'd say we have about like a waking day. Oh yeah, we got like worth, eighteen hours worth right? for sure, or a little bit less, right? But yeah. like around like sixteen, eighteen. And you know what? <coughs> use, let's be honest. Better use of your time than watching like I don't know, binge watching something else you could binge watch like mm-hmm. Lost. Mm-hmm. Guys, spoiler alert: they're lost. They're lost, <laughs> and uh, that's all. They that's don't. It. They don't for get seasons. found. For seasons, they're lost. They're, they're just dead. Maybe is that the? But maybe that the that's the thing. It's not really. I don't know. It's We're confusing. not sure. There's an island. They're not literally dead. They're literally dead. Nice. Maybe that's the key. Is yeah. to say literally yeah, when you mean it like figuratively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that their reward should be mm. how to contact us. Right. Right. Even though they know. Already. Right. But still, right. interacting with us further should yes. be the reward for listening to us. Yeah. No, no, that I do respond back to people who yeah. tweet at us. Yeah, yeah. I I respond often. Yeah. And I will respond with a dad joke. Cleverly. Which we both enjoy dad jokes. Yeah. A bad pun or a haiku, which I have done all three to various various other podcasts and people who listen to us. I've responded to them with either a poem, mm-hmm. my haiku, mm-hmm. or a bad dad joke. Uh, here's a bad dad joke. Yeah, uh, I just made it up because it's a variation on a on a running a theme. theme of yeah. jokes. Um, 
Okay, so I went to the uh, the uh, this restaurant and I got what I usually get, but I got a side of up dog. What's up, dog? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing much. What about you? I like we did that. Yeah, I think my I think my favorite <laughs> is when waitresses or waiters say, "Hi, my name is Carol, and I'll be your server today." Yeah, and I respond with, "Hi, my name is Michael, and I will be your customer today." <laughs> and nobody likes that. Yeah, they hate it. I, I hate it. I even hate it. I can see them. I even that. hate it. Everyone hates it. Anyway, but we are available. Via Twitter, as we've mm-hmm. talked about a few times, at Words for Dinner. That's words, the number four, and dinner. Right. Spelt in the traditional way, mm-hmm. with two ends. You know how you know how we like to keep it classic. We're we're classic up in here, like N sixty four, man. Right, right. You know, great. Box. You know, you know. Anyway, so that's where we're at on Twitter. We got our Podbean account, mm-hmm. right? Words for dinner spelled out without any numbers. Mm-hmm. Podbean.com. Yep. We're also on Stitcher. We are on Stitcher. And we're, we're on uh, iTunes. We are on iTunes. And very recently, also on Google Play. Google Play? So wherever, what the hell is that? Wherever you get <laughs> your, uh, your podcast from, we're available on like three of the biggest oh, podcast flat. flat blah, blah, blah. Blah. I said a word. Platforms. Stolen. God. Stone it back. Oh my god. Stone it down. Stone it down. It's so weird. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad you oh, loved it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and we're also available via email. Mm, yeah. At Duffy, WFD Podcast at gmail.com. That's an important one. You know what? Mm-hmm. Should we offer a prize to our first emailer? Somebody who emails us. Hey, I That's I, not a Tay Diggs bot. Or Tay Diggs, if Tay Diggs emails us first, I <laughs> actually mean, that would yeah, actually I'll, yeah. I'll 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 give him something. You know what? How about this? Whoever emails us first gets a signed autographed copy of Tay Diggs' first album. Arguably, <laughs> won't be signed by Tay Diggs, and I don't think he has an album yet. But when he comes nor, out, with one, nor do and it's an, no, well, it's an unauthorized unauthorized copy. It's an unauthorized signature. Yeah. Which means it's going to be my signature, right? 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 And well, I mean, I mean, he was in Rent. I mean, he sings in Rent. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Can you imagine? We're this is. I see a beautiful, beautiful uh, unfolding of this, dude. Like mm-hmm. we're we're now totally. This is something we do now. Mm-hmm. We should totally like offer prizes for things that are whatever we want. That are fake. You should you should <laughs> offer a signed album with your name on it. Mm-hmm. That isn't your album. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> Withdraw that offer <laughs> that Max just made, Man. and just and, and instead offer this. Okay. The first person to email us gets a shout out on the podcast, on the podcast yeah. along with a personally written poem about them. That's now that actually has some value. Mm-hmm. I was thinking just no value. I'll, I'll write a poem like, for them. I'll write a poem like where for you them. went with that. And it can and if they can choose that either be a haiku, yeah, or a poem in which it, uh, the left-hand side, the first letter of each line, spells out their name. Mm, perfect. They can choose if they that's do not. One. If they do not choose, I will choose for them, and that's fine as well. But the first person to email us, get that. Also, again, a big thank you mm. to everyone who liked our iTunes account. Yeah, we are officially rated on iTunes now, oh, which means wow. we kind of move up the the uh, like. How like how visible we can possibly like be? Yeah, even though there's like technically, I guess, not an algorithm or whatever. It really helps because people in iTunes 
like people who work for iTunes decide what podcasts become noteworthy, quote unquote, or new. Yeah. And the way that they see those are through how many people have liked or commented. Plus, on they, them. they also so, throw darts at a dartboard. Yeah. yeah. So I really do appreciate people doing that, right? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> being supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you mm-hmm. know, regardless of how you listen to us, if you just give us a quick like. Like or comment, we would really appreciate it. Uh, right. And our offer does stand for the first uh, first person to email us. So that email again, once again, is wfdpodcast at gmail You will get a shout out on the air mm-hmm. and a autographed signed poem from Michael. Okay, why are you making everything autographed He's and put signed? His signature on that. I mean, my verbal signature. You're yeah, making this like yeah. I don't want to be spending money. I got no money. You're right, right. I, I got three year old. But no, listen. She no, eats money. Do not write them a sonnet though. Sonnets are hard. You save that up for like our three hundred thousandth listener. Okay, they get a sonnet. Okay, I don't know how we're gonna tell that, but I see what you're saying. We're gonna. I see. I see what, I see you, what you did. You I see what you did. Point. I accept it. It's accepted. Okay, but uh, <laughs> so clearly this episode was brought to you by Tay Diggs. Absolutely. Who is our unofficial, official sponsor of Words for Dinner. Yeah. Heard it here first. Yeah. It, it was also brought to you by Tay Diggs, the bot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who is also, <laughs> also our official, Diggs. unofficial, <laughs> official mascot. He's literally our mascot. Yep. <laughs> Tay Diggs, I think, I think uh, is going to really regret oh, man. this. Yeah. Or not? I mean, like, do we I have loud, en- loud enough a voice no. to annoy him? Let's no. see. That's really challenge, good challenge. accepted. <laughs> can we piss off Tay Diggs? Or can does he have a good enough sense of humor to just be like, "Yeah, guys, I don't care. I'll be your official." Yeah, that would be. Sw- I would officially like regret making fun of him if he did that. I'm not making fun of him at all. I love Tay Diggs. Oh yeah, he's great. Rent. Have enough. you seen Rent? No, I just don't know enough about him. Rent is supposed to be good though. It's really good. Yeah, dude, he's amazing. Yeah, I gotta watch Rent. It super attractive. See, now he's winning, though, because I'm going to watch Red. That's yeah. not winning. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. That'll do it. So, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful next four years, whoever gets elected president. Or, you know, depending on if it's the wrong choice, it could be just the next forever. Or the yeah. next, you know, until he dies. <laughs> well, you're making your political views a little bit obvious there, buddy. Or right, she. Let's down. Or she. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all righty. Well, good luck to one and all. Godspeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, I mm-hmm. hope that uh, you have ears to listen to us next time. That we'll have a good record. Thanksgiving. A happy, happy Hanukkah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I don't know when we're Merry Christmas. Podcast. Happy President's Day. Yep. Yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. That just passed, right? Happy yeah. Halloween. We missed that one. Yeah, Ramadan was a little while ago, but... Oh, and happy fucking birthday, guys. Yeah, happy birthday. I know we're early for some of you, late for others, but happy fucking birthday. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourself to... Something. <laughs> Something good. I don't know. I got nothing. Just shut off the thing. All right.